Welcome to Letters from the Pen. I'm your host, R&B singer Nakia. And I'm your co-host, D. And today we have a very special guest for you guys. Um, and we're going to teach you guys how to fix your credit. <laughs> which I'm Hello. sure everybody, everybody <laughs> wants to know how to do that. But before we um, get into that, we're going to read our letter um, of the day. Pretty interesting letter. And it's a good thing that we have you here, Nina. So you can help this person that wrote in. Okay. So before we re- read the letter, we're going to shout out our sponsors. Well, you staring at me. So shout out the sponsors. <laughs> shout out the sponsors. <laughs> I, yeah, the sponsors that make Letters from the Pen possible. LHS Home Care for all your home care needs in the tri-state, New York and tri-state area. Photography Got Next. OG2 Entertainment. Kryptonitation 420 Clothing which you can get all of these links on our website at www.lettersfromthepins.com. JRC Cleanup, no job is too big or too small. And of course, you can catch Letters from the Pin every Sunday night on Humag and iFame TV over on Roku. But okay, now that we're done with that, hey sponsors, okay. So we're going to get into this letter. Letters kind of happy and sad at the same time, but We'll get, we'll get off into it. Here we go. Dear Letters from the Pin. I've been married to my wife for five years, well, soon to be ex-wife. She filed for a divorce because she caught me cheating. I came home, she cleared the house out, took everything, and took the kids. Mm. At this point, I can't find her or the kids. I don't think they're coming back. However... We do have a lot of things in common, like credit cards, house, and some other things that I don't wish to disclose. I don't think she's going to pay her part of the bills anymore, and I can't afford to pay all the bills. I think my credit's going to go bad. I think that I'll probably end up in jail. Who knows? Can you guys give me some advice on what to do? First of all, Ain't no kid left behind. That's right. She took the kid. <laughs> Ain't no kid left behind. And you can't find him. Guess what, baby? Guess what? She coming for that house. Them cards. Guess what, baby? Guess what? Them cards, baby. You going in debt. You going in deep debt. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry to tell you like that. But you going in debt. But I think what would be crazy is if she doesn't pay because if they have those in common it's also going to affect her pay, right? right right and so i think she, she might do it her. out of spite not thinking but she will also hurt herself but her credit gonna go bad too but then she gonna call you nina that's what you <laughs> they can both call me i got them <laughs> I'll give him a two for one special. <laughs> well, if it was me, um, if if you listen and says run them credit cards up, especially if they got high limits, even though it's gonna fall on you, because you can always file for bankruptcy or get your credit fixed. But yeah, I would screw him over. Run run them run, run them cards up. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Shoot. That's crazy. Mm, no but kids left behind. At least she, she took her kids. 
I don't know. It didn't say, but at least she took her kids with her. Um, who knows where she's staying? Friends, hotel. So she might run them credit cards up anyway. Right. But and he said he doesn't to... know where she is. Yeah. If he was smart, he would see where she's swiping those cards at. Right. That would give him an idea. That, are the kids going to school? Are they right. like, are they like half going to school, half remote? Like what's going on? Like, did you check the schools? Did you? I'm pretty right. sure kids' cards, you know, emergency cards. Why y'all helping? Why y'all helping a brother out and he cheated? What's wrong with y'all? Well, okay, he cheated, he was wrong, but those are still his kids at the end of the day. And he does have the right to know that they're okay. That they're okay, safe. but when he um when he cheated on his wife, he cheated on his kids too. Oh he did. He did. Just saying. But, just saying. but but you should allow those kids to the kids if they want if the kids want to hate him let them hate him on his own not right let them make their own court. decision right i agree yeah but y'all still gotta give you gotta like it's probably still new she's probably still upset right she's probably gonna come back around because nobody wants not to have the father of their children in their kid's life so uh, he just gotta give her a minute to calm down she's probably just running because she's hurt upset we don't know the full circumstances hell he might have embarrassed her publicly and that's the worst hear from her because i need to know like okay you took the kids you left but why you ain't take like all the left shoes or cut all the pockets out the pants we know that's what you would do (laughs) yes i most definitely would every time you put on i'm cutting out the big toe you get what i'm saying Anyway, if anybody wants to come on and comment on the letter, have any questions, you can call us up at 888-627-6008. We're going get, to get off into some information now about fixing your credit. If you have questions for Nina, call in. But don't be calling up and talking about your credit scores at 230 and you want her to get you to an 800 by now. <laughs> we work. can do it. It's just going to take a long time. <laughs> right. But... Um, yeah, so pretty much, you know, a lot of people reach out to me when they're looking to purchase something big like a house, a car, something like that, or, you know, preparing to do so. Um, and with my company, we're able to delete anything, any inaccurate, um, obsolete items, anything that's um, like late payments, we can we can delete bankruptcies. Um, sometimes we're successful with, sorry, deleting student loans. Uh, the federal ones are a little bit more difficult, but uh, the private student loans, we have a lot of success getting those removed completely. And what a lot of people don't know is that once you delete the debt, once we have it deleted from your credit report, you no longer owe that. So um, I tell everybody who reaches out to me, you know, continue doing what you've been doing. Don't start paying on old debt that you haven't been paying on and don't stop paying on debts that you have. Uh, we don't want to change anything there, but um we're able to really boost your credit score. Most people see results within like three to six months um, for, for optimal results. They'll see within three to six months. Uh, pretty much what we do though, is we dispute anything that's negative on your credit report. We dispute everything all at once. Um, not really sure how familiar you guys are or the, you know, the audiences with credit repair programs, but most of them dispute just like one or two things at a time because they want to draw out the process and, you know, you continue to pay them longer. But we dispute everything all at once to speed up the process. Um, another way that we speed up the process for you is we have the dispute letter sent to you and we have you mail them off to the credit bureaus because if they come 
come from you, the credit bureaus only have uh, 45 days to respond. But if they come from us as a company, they have up to 90 days to respond. So that's just another way that we're speeding up that process for you so you can, you know, reach your ultimate goal. So, okay, let's let's go back and break this down a little bit. So let's talk about student loans because a lot of people have a lot of student loan debt. So Mm -hmm. when you guys, when you're saying that you're clearing up student loans, are you talking about um, ones that have hit their credit or are you talking about ones that they currently have that they have to pay on? So no, if they're in good standing, there's nothing we can do about it. And I'm not telling you to stop paying if you've been paying it. I'm not, don't do that. <laughs> don't be like, well, Nina told me to stop and she's going to get it off. I, no. Um, so if they're already um, in default and, you know, collections and all of that, then that's when we're able to go after it and try to get it removed. Like I said, the federal ones are more difficult, but there has been circumstances where we were able to get those removed. Um, we have one client where she was able to get over 150 thousand dollars worth of credit um student loans removed from her credit report in her report now says zero balance and so you know it, like i said it's more it's easier with the private ones with the federal ones it's still easy to get the late payments uh removed so it still increases your score but a lot of people just don't want to have to pay that day <laughs> right right so what does the process look like for someone who wants to um, come to you to, to clean up their credit? So if you are looking to come to me, you just reach out to me. My number is 678-373-5902. You can reach out to me directly and um, I'll give a consultation to see if it's something that I feel we can help you with because I would also let you know if you got something going on that you know we're just not able to do. Um, so I would just give you a free consultation, maybe be about 15 minutes. And then um, I would sign you up right then and there. And like I said, the process, you'll start to see results within 30 to 45 days but the process for optimal results like I said will be about three to six months typically but a lot of people actually stay in my program longer because we offer a lot more than just the credit repair we're actually like a full financial services company um we give you credit builder which teaches you about the credit scoring system and just educates you on credit because they don't do it in school, at least not where I went to high school. They didn't teach us about credit. So we'll actually teach you about credit um, so that you don't end up in the same position. You get credit monitoring at no additional cost, identity monitoring. We also give you a free will, trust, and power of attorney at no additional cost. Um, We have an app for children where it teaches them the importance of credit through games and stuff. Um, And then also, every time somebody makes a payment, so as far as the payments, for the first payment, it's $188, and that's a $99 registration fee, and then the $89 credit repair fee. After that first month, it's only $89 a month for however long you want to stay in the program. That's completely up to you. No uh, cancellation fees or anything like that. Um, So, yeah, you would just reach out to me. I will get you set up and, you know, we would try to get you good as soon as possible. Okay, so I have a question coming in um, from someone named Shay. Okay. I can't say her last name, but hey, Shay, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, she's from <laughs> Long Beach. Um, she wants to know, she said that she used a credit repair service before, it cleaned up her credit, and then a few years later, those same creditors came back on to her credit. I hear that a lot. Um, so a lot of companies aren't doing things legally. 
And so we do everything legally so you wouldn't have to worry about it coming back. Um, a lot of people aren't aware. The only time that you can legally do credit actually is if you are a nonprofit. And so we are a nonprofit. That is how we operate. And um, like I said, we do everything through the credit bureaus. Um, a, a lot of people, they pay to have stuff removed and then it comes back or, you know, some people have they go to like people on the sides. I, I hear so many different stories. Um, a red flag I can tell you is anytime somebody is charging you a flat rate, I would say steer away from them because uh, they can't guarantee you anything. Anytime somebody's guaranteeing you anything or saying they're just going to charge you a flat rate, like I said, just run the opposite direction because you they're pretty much charging you for services that weren't even rendered. And what happens a lot is those people run away with your money and then, you know, they're changing their numbers and stuff and you can't hear from them again. So y'all, they go, they running away like sis ran with the kids. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I would, I would say too, um, that when you guys are going to get in bed with any business, check the better business bureau, check like Mm -hmm. their like that. Hell, go to Google and check the the remarks. That that tells right. you a lot. Right. Yeah, and it's, if anyone wants to check out my website, is um, www.restoredandrescored.com. Restored and rescored. And we'll put that up on the site later. So um, if you if you guys forgot it, you can go on to Letters from the Pen website and click on that link to go directly to Nina to um, help you clean up your credit. Okay, so we have another question. Okay, so Elizabeth from Far Rockaway says, how high should someone's credit score be and how, what's the highest that you can help a credit score go in six months? I, like I said, I can't give any guarantees as far as I can't make any promises. Um, I had two people who signed up literally within the same week, um, within the first 30 days. One of them, their score went up, I want to say it was 14 points. The other one, her score went up 64 points. So it just really, everybody's credit profile is different. I can't sit here and tell you, oh, within three months, I can guarantee that it'll go up a hundred points. I, I just can't do that because everybody's circumstances are different. But the highest score that you can have is 850 as far as a FICO score. Yeah, see, I was I was just about to say, sis, you asked him this blanket question. And we don't know what it's <laughs> to look like right now. Right, I have, you might have bankruptcies on there, repossessions. Like, I don't know. And we are able to get bankruptcies and repossessions and stuff removed, but everybody's situation is different. I might be able to get ones off in, you know, one month, and it might take four months to get someone else's off. It just really depends. So talk to us a little bit about the difference between somebody filing bankruptcy because their credit's really bad opposed to fixing the credit? So you would file bankruptcy if you just absolutely can't afford it. And uh, I would say also, if if you have no plans of purchasing a house or a car anytime soon, like in the next, like I would say five, well, seven years really, because the bankruptcy stays on your report for seven years. So if you absolutely know that you're not planning to purchase anything like that in the next seven years, then 
you know, bankruptcy might be the route for you. But if you know you have plans to purchase a new car, a new home, you know, if you're growing your family or something, you know, you're going to need a bigger space and need to, um, you know, down, I'm not downsize, upsize your house or whatever, and you're looking to purchase, then I would not suggest bankruptcy. You know, I would suggest that you reach out to someone like myself who can just help you to get things removed from the credit report. And then, uh, you, like I said, you still wouldn't owe that debt. And, you know, you just be in a better position. You're helping your score, not the bankruptcy is decreasing your score. And then people, people still come to me to have that bankruptcy removed. And I do want to say this, because I know a lot of people say like, oh, well, you could still buy a house um, with a bankruptcy on you, or you could buy this, you could buy that. You can, but your score is going to be astronomical. Like your interest rate is going to be Your crazy interest rate is going to be ridiculous ridiculous and you know a lot of people don't think about it too as far as having a credit some people say oh it doesn't matter this and that whatever it really does and if you are going to buy a house like Nakia said you can get it with a bankruptcy but your score your uh, interest rate is going to be crazy and you're going to be wasting hundreds of thousands of dollars really like over the course of your 30 year loan where if you close with a lower interest rate you're saving so much money and I'm a big picture uh, type of girl I don't like to throw money away if I don't have to so I don't want to give the bank my money and interest I'd rather take that money and invest it and, and help it make more money, you know? I agree. So we're going <laughs> to take a little bit of break. We're going to get off into a song and all that good stuff. And then we're going to come back and we're going to continue talking about this because there's lots of parts to credit besides just fixing your credit. So right now we're going to play Real One by Scrappy Groove and then we will be back in a minute. But you heard about me A nigga stay getting money I swear your girl wanna fuck low key Yeah, your bitch want a real one Your girl tryna fuck with a real one She wanna fuck with a real one Your girl wanna fuck with a real one Stop hating, I'm just doing my thing Stop hating, I'm just doing my thing Stop hating, I'm just doing my thing I'm a real motherfucker, got whips, ice chill on you suckers I'ma get it till the kill, motherfucker Why you think your bitches on my niggas? My niggas got Benzes, my niggas got Rory's And we got bitches looking like Borbies Why you think we put the diss a bitch like that? Pick them up, drop them off, and get another right back Now you bitches shoots me Cause she recognize a real nigga Telling me she want a real nigga, that's on me to get it, but I'm right back. Little dose with my real life, but we touching racks. And pretty soon some millions. Fucking with a bad little bitch named Amelia. Going overseas in my dreams, now it's real, bruh. Did it for the team, so she fucking with a real one. Real one. I don't know about you, but you heard about me. But you heard about me. That nigga stay getting money. I swear your girl wanna fuck low key. Yeah, your bitch want a real one. Your girl tryna fuck with a real one. She wanna fuck with a real one. Girl, wanna fuck with a real one? Stop hating, I'm just doing my thing. 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 Oh, I got my niggas touching. 
50s eating Sliding to the hills with my nigga can't on weakness Back to the booth, DDS be the reason I don't, I don't give a fuck about these other niggas breathing Boy, they know I be the truth Plus they know the business Cause if we bring it back up on these streets They know I'll end this Hold up, homie, homie, keep it going I'ma get it for the team I'ma get it for my niggas getting green We gon' get it right back We some bosses in this motherfucker Ain't no losses in this motherfucker Swagger to the max I'ma get it on me I'm a nigga that they call SG Who they call SG? Me I'm the new league problem West Coast major Deuce gang to the problem New Louis, new Gucci, new Prada Do it for the money She gon' dance for them dollars I don't know about you But you heard about me A nigga stay getting money I swear your girl wanna fuck low key Yeah, yo bitch wanna real one Yo girl tryna fuck with a real one She wanna fuck with a real one Yo girl wanna fuck with a real one Stop hating, I'm just doing my thing 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 My thing Welcome back to Letters and Pen. I'm your host, RB singer Nakia. Our co-host will be back in a minute. And we're here with I'm your co-host D. Oh, okay, she's back. <laughs> so if you're just tuning in, we're talking about credit repair and why you should fix your credit versus filing bankruptcy. So where we left off at was talking about rates, interest rates and stuff like that on houses and, and things like that. And um, so just from my perspective um, with things that I've learned through schooling and through just life, we all know, everyone says you have to have seven streams of income. So we all know this, right? So if you are having thoughts about not fixing your credit and oh, it's okay, my credit's bad. You have to change your thought process because if, you, if, if you're not a person that has liquid money, cash, and you're not just gonna say, okay, I don't care if my credit's bad because I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna buy this and I have the cash and I'm gonna buy this and I'll buy that. You have to think about that. If you wanna start a business, you can't start a business with bad credit. Mm-hmm. You wanna buy a house, it'll be very difficult to buy a house with bad credit, right? Even if, even if you're not looking to buy a house and you just want to rent like an apartment, if your credit's bad, you could end up paying, tell, they're going to tell you, oh, you, you need to give us three months of deposit. And three, guess right. what? Three months of deposit sometimes means a down payment on a house. Right. So. Another thing, not to cut you, but, so, um, you know, when you said the whole seven streams streams of income and, you know, most people work a nine to five, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs, but most people work in a nine to five. Um, and a lot of people aren't aware that even in, in some industries to get a job, your credit has to be at a certain level because they have to feel that they can trust you with money or, you know, trust you as an individual or that you're responsible. And there is actually a score that employers look at. 
And a lot of people don't realize that. So when you said the seven streams of income, it made me think of that. It, it's, it's just really important altogether. And you can leverage your credit. You know, if you have a good score, instead of using your cash for, you know, funding certain things that you might want to do within your life, you can use the credit to, instead of using your personal cash, you know, you can use your credit and then pay yourself back. Like, it just really makes sense. Now tell people the difference from, because I hear like a lot of people talking all the time saying like, oh, well, um, I pulled my score in Credit Karma and they said my score was this, but then when I went to Experian, it was this, it's not the same. Right. Credit Karma is not your FICO score. So the score that matters when you're going to get a loan, whether it's an auto loan, a mortgage, a personal loan, what is important is your FICO score. And that's not what Credit Karma gives you. Um, I actually know someone and um, she went to go get a car. And when she went to go get her car, she had pulled her credit from Credit Karma. And it said she had, I think she said like a 650 she thought she had. And um, she went there like, okay, I know it's not the greatest, but I'll be able to get what I need. And when she got there, they denied her. And she's like, I don't understand. My score is a 650. And they said, no, it's not. So she's like, what are you talking about? They were like, that's not your FICO score. So um, when they pulled her FICO score, she was actually in the 500s. So it's a big difference. It's usually about a hundred point difference. Usually. So also, so people have to read like the fine print. Credit Karma does a soft credit pull. They don't do a hard credit pull. So there's a difference between the two the two credit pulls. And there's right. also different FICO scores. So Nina, tell us about the different FICO scores. So yeah, so the Credit Karma, that's your Vantage score. Um, and now the FICO scores come from Experian, Equifax, and um, why did I just draw you? So that's where your FICO scores come from. And pretty much how your score is determined because each um, bureau is going to have a different score for you. And also, you know, sometimes even with the credit, um, using a credit repair program, we can't control what the credit bureaus do. Now, sometimes we'll have, um, I, what's the one I can't stand? I can't stand TransUnion. I, I, I just personally- I hate it. I, yeah, I can't stand TransUnion like, I have great success getting stuff off of Experian and Equifax and TransUnion just want to be difficult. Like, I don't understand. But the way that your score is calculated is off of your score between all three. So if you have one score that's, say, 600, one that's 625, and one that's 650, your FICO score is going to say is 625, your true FICO score. It's going to be whatever that middle number is. Okay. So what is the minimum score that someone needs to have to purchase a house or to make a large purchase? So typically they say a 600, 650. I've heard of some people getting them in the 500s, but again, we go into that interest rate. Your interest rate is going to be insane. So if you want to throw your money away, like look at it like this, you rather pay let's say even if you had to be in my program for six months, right? You'd rather pay about $500 and get your score up. And then when you get your house, you have a low interest rate and you're saving a lot of money in the long run. Or do you rather get your house now with the astronomical interest rate and then you're literally throwing away thousands and thousands of dollars that you're just giving away to the bank? 
So you have to decide what's more important. A lot of people want that instant gratification and they're like, oh, it doesn't matter, but you know, you're throwing away money. And again, also something with the instant gratification, a lot of people sign up and I tell everybody, just like I said earlier, typically people will see results within uh, 45 to 90 days, but we recommend to stay in the program for like three to six months for optimal results. It, you didn't mess up your credit overnight. Please, please, please don't come to me expecting for your score to jump up to 300 points overnight. It's not going to happen. It's, it's a process. And you have to trust the process. Okay, so I just want to take the time out to tell TransUnion to kiss my because <laughs> I can't stand y'all. I don't like y'all and I wish y'all would just go away. And I just want to I want to take the time out to say that because I received a letter from TransUnion today telling me that oh, we're not reinvestigating your situation. Excuse me? <laughs> I was like, excuse me? So now they got me hot. So you know, and you know, it just so happens that letter had to come today and you're on the show today. Right. <laughs> so Chad Union, you can suck it. And I yeah, even with, with my husband. Um, you know, he was a client of mine and uh within his first round of disputes. So typically is that, how, is, is, is that how you met your husband? He was your client and then you married him. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> I had to get him together because we were married. <laughs> Um, but yeah, with his first round of uh, disputes, he had 34 negative items on his, um, between all three credit bureaus, he had 34 negative items and we were able to get 17 of those removed without TransUnion getting rid of anything. So with his first round alone, we got 17 things removed. And, um, I think TransUnion, honestly, I think the last time I looked, they still ain't removed nothing. Experian and um, Equifax, they removed everything. TransUnion just trying to hold on. I don't know why. Yeah, I got like maybe two things left on my um, Equifax and uh, and what's the other one? I mean, uh, Experian. Experian. But TransUnion, they playing with my life right now. And I'm ready to go see where they at and fight them. Because I ain't got time. So, okay, so let's talk about a certain type of collection because I know everybody wants to know about this because I keep getting um, emails about it right now. Um, medical collections, medical bills. Those are a pain in the butt. I know everybody in America has them. They just don't go away. It seems like they just right. keep coming back. So, so those are actually really easy to get removed because they are technically not supposed <laughs> to be reported because they are violating HIPAA laws. So those are typically really easy to get removed. So now when those get removed, do they stay off or is it a situation where another company buys it out, picks it up, and then they come at you again? No, um, it would stay off because when the company, when, when your account goes into collection, someone paid for that, like you just said, right? So that's their debt. They, they purchased that debt. That's theirs. It's no longer yours. And no, it is not coming back. And they would have to. So another thing people don't really realize is um, when somebody buys that debt, you know, really depending on how old it is, they don't um, keep the promissory note. Like the original company doesn't keep that promissory note on file forever. And they would need to provide that promissory note and give it to that new company. And nine times out of 10, it doesn't happen. 
So no, once we get that done, and like I said, again, we're doing things legally. We're we're going by the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and we are a five hundred one c three company. So when we have it removed, it is removed permanently. I have not had any client of mine come to me and said that anything come back. Um, I have had people who were with other companies who said that has happened to them, and then um, you know they were they were fine once they came to me. I haven't had any issues with anything coming back. Okay. So what about removing um, those annoying late, uh, late payments? And I mean, and some people, like I know somebody right now who, um, not me people, okay? I don't pay stuff. <laughs> I know I, I, <laughs> I, I, no, Somebody was just talking to me about this like a week ago, how her score like dropped because she has like late payments, but these late payments were from like 2005 and they're still kind of like showing up on the credit. They're from 2005 and we in 2002. I, I don't know. I would have to see what's going on. I haven't really, that only thing I could think of off the top of my head is she must've been making, is it still an active account? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I didn't get all up in her business like that. <laughs> if it was an active account, I could, that would make sense why it's, uh, it's still showing on a report. Or if it was a collections account or an account in default and she made a payment, you are renewing. Like when you make a payment on something, say you didn't pay on something for three years and then they send you something in the mail and you they say okay let's do a payment arrangement or whatever and when you make that payment you are reactivating that debt so it sounds like that may be what happened that she reactivated her debt at some point and that's why it's still being reported so basically what you're saying is if somebody has an old debt don't start paying on it no because you are reactivating it as if like it's starting again from day zero and like so stuff falls off typically within seven um years so if you at six and a half years six years and you make a payment guess what you back as year zero really you, so it's you, better you, to you, just let it you, fall off so yeah how about y'all stimulus checks don't be don't be using your checks to pay for old debt <laughs> right <laughs> that's why i said don't start paying on anything you ain't been paying on and don't stop paying on stuff that you have been keep doing what you're doing come to us and we'll get you right so just for people's information which need i'm sure you know this too um you are entitled to a free credit report from all the bureaus every year right. so if you guys are sitting here listening to the show and you're thinking to yourself, like, hmm, what is my what does my credit look like? You can you can get your credit reports free every right. year. Annualcreditreport.com. Yep. And, and it's just, free as I'm right. Absolutely. Um, you know, I don't think they even make you put a credit card in, I don't think. For I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so I would suggest um to do that. I don't suggest that you do all three bureaus at the same time. I typically tell people to spread it apart, you know, maybe every three, four months, um, just so 
you have an idea of what's going on at all times because if you do all three initially then you're going to have to pay you know the rest of the time um and if you were to contact me a lot of people think they can contact me and i'm able to pull up the report and see what's going on i am not i am only able to pull your report once you are a client so it's best for you to have an idea of what's going on so then i can like I said, give you feedback and let you know if it's something that I feel that we will be successful with helping you with. Um, and I, I tell people is even though Credit Karma isn't giving you your accurate score, uh, the stuff that's being reported, uh, Credit Karma does Equifax and TransUnion. So the stuff that's being reported is still the same. So you can still look on something like Credit Karma to let me know what you got going on. And then I can, you know, take it from there. But I am not able to pull your report until you're an actual customer of mine. So let's talk about balances a little bit, right? And, and, and I'm trying to give everybody like a full picture of everything so they understand how these things work together. So let's talk about like balances on like credit cards and stuff and how they affect your score. Like when your credit cards are like over 30% or you're at your max. Right. Yeah. So your credit score is going to be compiled of certain th of different things. So the um, balances, like Nakia said, um, the mix of credit, that's another thing that's going to affect your score. So um, if a lot of people and, you know, me being one initially, my mother, my mom doesn't believe in credit because she messed herself up when she was in her early 20s and got herself in a lot of debt. So when she got out, she, she doesn't mess with credit cards. And so that's how she raised me. But uh, so my mother didn't teach me the importance of credit. It wasn't until I got older, started doing research on my own and it is important. You should have a credit card. You should have, I would say, at least two credit cards. You have to be responsible with how you're using it, um, you know, because it can mess you up. And I'm not even going to lie. I might be your credit specialist. But when I started, when I got my card and I started swiping, swiping, my balances, it got me. <laughs> I, you know, you don't realize because it'd be pending. And then it just all hit at once or whatever. So you really do have to be mindful. Um, me personally, I pay my credit card um, every two weeks. I, whatever the balance is every two weeks, I just pay the whole thing off. And, you know, that helps keep my score up or whatever. And that's another tip that you have as well. Um, if you can pay, make payments instead of waiting until the due date once a month, if you can make multiple payments throughout the month, because you don't know exactly when your score is going to be reported. So let's say your score is reported on the 20th, but your due date isn't until the 30th. You wouldn't see the impact of your payment until the following month if you wait to the 30th to make a payment. So it's wise to make that payment every two weeks, even if you're not able to, you know, everybody's not able to pay the whole balance off. And I understand that. But whatever it is you can do, even if you say, OK, I'm going to pay $100 a month, pay 50 and 50 and you will see your score jump up. Um, but you want to have like an installment loan. So like a car that's considered installment loan, um, the credit cards that's revolving credit. So you want to have a mix of credit, um, mortgages, you know, stuff like that. Um, we also, I'm thinking about it. We have something called credit, my rent. And what we can do is, um, usually your rent is not reported to your credit unless you get ev evicted. Um, so what we can do is have your positive rental history put onto your credit uh, report. And that will help your credit jump up as well. Um, you want to keep your balances below 30%. You, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I'm just drawing blanks here. I apologize, people. 
um but yeah you want to stay on top of it and yeah <laughs> but also if you're um one of those that go and say okay i'm gonna pay cash and get gas or get food or something you might as well put that on your credit card to use your credit card for the gas and for mm-hmm. the food and then and you know, yeah just put, pay what what you use for gas and um food on your credit card pay it back to the credit card and keep doing that and your score will bounce high mm-hmm. and also again and you know you're not gonna make no bunch of money but like you know i have my rewards credit card so I have like an Expedia card. So when I travel, I book through Expedia. I get points. I get free hotels and stuff like that. So I'm using my credit card for stuff that, you know, you would normally use cash for, like Didi said, um, the gas, groceries, stuff like that. But now you're paying yourself back because now you're getting rewarded for using that card. You just have to use it responsibly. Well, I will say this. If you don't have a credit card, you're going to be looking stupid when you get off the plane at the airport and you um try to go pick that rental up and they laugh in your face <laughs> you have a credit card. Right. right. Looking crazy. And you're going to have to just make your way to the section where it say um, Uber pickup. Yeah. <laughs> also, so if you're one of those trying to build your credit, you can get this, try to go through, um, try to get a secure credit card. Absolutely. That will also mm-hmm. because that is reported credit bureau. Yes. And then you choose what you want your limit to be. So you can start out with, if you can only start out with $250, $500, that's completely up to you. And then, and that's actually how my husband had to start out because his credit, it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he had to start out with a little secure credit card. I think he did like $500 and because uh, he couldn't get approved for anything. And within a few months, he started getting those offers in the mail. Like, you know, you're eligible for this credit card. So yes, that definitely makes a difference. All right. So we're going to take another little break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about um, how running your credit affects your credit. So <laughs> we're going to play uh, Love You by Johnny Will. And we'll be back in a minute. It's a runner. It's a track star. <laughs>
Welcome back to Letters from the Pen. The song you just heard was Love You by Johnny Will, streaming on all platforms. I'm your host, Army Sarah Nakia. And I'm your co-host, D. And we're here with Nina Shorter, who is talking about credit, which is a great topic. So, as I said before we took a break, we're going to talk about, let's talk about the effects of how running your credit um, affects your credit. Like I know, I know one time, like when I was going to buy a car, um, I went someplace and I asked them, I said, so, um, you know, like, who are you running the credit with? And they were like, oh, we just went through one bank. And then all of a sudden, like the next month I saw my credit report and they ran it through like 20 banks. And I was like, I was livid. Right. Yeah. Um, that actually happened to me as well. And, um, (laughs) what's funny is, I didn't even know that they were running my credit through multiple banks because I told them the bank that I wanted to get it through. And um, we had agreed on, you know, using, I told them I wanted to go through Chase. So they were supposed to just run it through Chase. And I didn't know that they ran it through multiple um, lenders until my company actually, because being that I like, I don't use the credit services because my credit's fine, but I'm still enrolled because of all the other benefits that I mentioned earlier. And one day I just randomly got dispute letters in the mail. And I'm like, why do I have dispute letters? And um, the system automatically generated these letters because of these inquiries. So yeah, um, those inquiries definitely affect your credit. And that's a hard pull. So there's soft pulls and there's hard pulls. Inquiries generally, um, I would say make up about like 10% of what your credit score would be. And um, a hard pull would be something like Nakia mentioned as far as like going to get a loan on a car. Um, What else? Uh, If you say, you know, you guys get those pre-approved credit card things in the mail. If you get that in the mail and you respond, they're going to do a hard uh, pull on your credit. 
if you were to call your credit company, your credit card company, and say you wanted to um, increase your limit, that's going to be a hard pull on your credit as well. Um, and so that is a hard pull on your credit. But if when you, when you start building your credit up, asking if they can increase your score is something that is wise to do because now um, your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The amount of credit that your utilization is going to be lower. So let's say you started out with a thousand dollar limit, right? And then you call them and you say, hey, can I get an um, extension on my limit? And they say, okay, well, yeah, you built your credit up. Now you're eligible for a $5,000 limit. That's going to really help with your utilization because you're still going to be using the same amount. Let's say you are just using it for like the groceries and the gas that Dee mentioned earlier. Um, so let's say you spent $300 a month, $500 a month, whatever, on groceries and gas, and now your limit is more, that is going to help boost your score up. Um, now, soft inquiries would be, as I mentioned, sometimes employers pull your credit. That's a soft inquiry. Um, if you pull your credit yourself. So a lot of times people be like, I don't want to pull my credit because, you know, it's going to affect my score. When you are pulling it yourself, that is not affecting your score. Also, you know, a lot of the credit card companies now, they provide your credit score. That's not um, a hard pull either when they're doing that, like, you know, uh, Discover, Chase Bank, whatever. It's not affecting your score. So, I mean, that's that's good information um, for people to know. And yeah, like um, if you're going to like buy a car, make sure you're very clear that you don't want them running running you through multiple banks right right because yeah they did that to me and that ticked me off and i think if correct me if i'm wrong if i remember correctly i think your score drops like about two points for like each bank they run you through it really varies it depends on what's going on with your credit profile um the less credit accounts you have the more anything is going to impact it so let's say you only have, say you have one credit card, say that's just all you have, just one credit card, anything, an inquiry, uh, anything like that is going to impact your credit score more than someone who has 10 things of credit, you know, because uh, your credit is, is, compiled of different things so it's your um 30 is going to be on the amount that you owe um 15 is going to be on uh your the length of credit that you have 35 is going to be on your history uh 10 is going to be on the types of credit like i said earlier the mix so you want to have the revolving the installment all of that so it's just going to really depend on what you have going on and also um just so you guys know if you have, you know, I'm one for paying off a debt early because, uh, like I said, I don't like to throw away money for no reason. So if I can pay it off early and not have to pay interest, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, some people get concerned because your score will actually drop a little bit when you pay off a debt because now that's a debt that was being reported for X amount of time. And um, that. Uh, you know, a part of your length of history. So um, if you pay off your card no earlier or something, I'm not saying don't do it. I, I did it. I will continue to do it if I'm in a position to, you know, um, but if your score drops, then, you know, don't, don't be afraid. It will start to go back up again. But one thing I will say is never cancel a credit card. Do not cancel your credit card. If you're not going to use it anymore, cut it up and throw it away. But when you cancel your card, 
you are especially if this was like say it was your first credit card or one of the first ones you're now shortening the length of your history so never ever cancel your card great so we're coming to the end of our hour which i'm so sad because we could talk about this on and on and on and on (laughs) with credit so again if you guys want to fix your credit Nina, tell them where they can reach you at. So my website is www.restoredandrescored.com. And then you can give me a call. Um, I gave you one number, but I'm actually going to give you guys a better number. Um, it's 678-250-3147. Again, 678-250-3147. So now what are your hours, though? Because, you know, I'm one of those people that, like, I wake up in the middle of the night. I, like, I think of something and it's three in the morning and I'll call. I mean, if I'm up, I'll answer. <laughs> I am a night owl, but I'm usually in bed before three. I say I, I probably go to bed around like 12, one. Um, but yeah, I honestly, I don't have any hours. I've had people call me all kinds of uh, times a night and, you know, it, it's fine. If, if I don't answer, just leave a message. All right. Now, some people aren't good with going to websites and dialing numbers. So how can they like reach you on social media? Cause sometimes it's easier for people because they're always on social media. Absolutely. So um, same thing, Instagram restored and rescored. And you can also look up restored and rescored on Facebook. Restored and rescored. Correct. Okay. So y'all yeah, it's 2021. We're almost halfway through 2021. Right. Don't go into 2020 messed up, messed up credit. Got to be working at McDonald's and that's the only job you can get because you can only flip burgers because your credit is toe up. <laughs> and, and you know, they're, they're trying to say that um, starting July, Biden's trying to give people $360 a month who have children and so on and so forth. You know, it's a whole big thing. So when you get that stimulus, you know, get that credit done. Make a better future right. for you and your kids. Right. Stop, right. Stop right. Stop Section eight in now. Just go on don't, and buy your house. Get yeah, together. but don't run out. Don't run out and have extra kids to get the extra change. So we're, not, we're not gonna do that. Let's just, don't be don't be a runner. Don't be a runner, be a track star. <laughs> Let's just get the credit together. But anyway, right. our time our is up. <laughs> Nina, thank you for being here with us and thank you for shedding some light. Uh, for those who didn't understand credit and how it worked, make sure you guys hit her up. Rescored and restored. Did I say the backwards? That's a me up. Wait, restored. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. Restored and restored. restored. You're going to restore your credit, then you're going to rescore your credit, okay? There we go. There we go. <laughs> Oh, I, that's kind of catchy. I might make a song out of that. <laughs> Go make me a little song. Make me make a jingle. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna make you a song called Did Get That Credit Done. Every Friday, right here on Letters from the Pen, you can hit us up on www.lettersfromthepen.com. We are going to put Nina's link up there. Restored and rescored. Yes. So you guys can. Go to the website and click on it. And I will be making a short commercial for it. So you'll see it up oh, there. Oh, God, girl. <laughs> okay, Get this back here on Friday. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank Bye, everybody. Bye.